What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 333, broken up into two parts, A and B. A, B. Thank you, sirs. 333A, posting on 6-6, will be discussion on The Little Mermaid, and 333B, will posting on 6-9, nice, will be discussion on The Machines. Yamushina. Yamushina. All right. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as he does every week, is my co-host, Roger Stillian, our lovely permaguest, Chris Bond. How are we today, gentlemen? How are we this week? You're goddamn right. He's lovely. He is lovely. He's a lovely human being, a lovely Mm -hmm. man. Well, or, Chris, you could be a mermaid. You could be a merman. Merman. I mean, with what we just discussed, I'd be okay with that. I'm into some weird shit. (laughs) Fertilizing your own eggs and watching a match. (laughs) Seahorse. That's a discussion for a few, an hour down the road, but... What's going 61 on? 61 minutes from now, we will discuss. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, boys? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, no, we got good weather up here right mm-hmm. now. It's been 90 plus the last it, few days here. It's hot outside. Chris, your kids got softball still? Or, oh, yeah. Were they cooking? I just had T ball today. Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't too terrible today. Yeah, I was cooking. Those nah. metal bleachers, man. Those Ooh. old school ones. Yeah, yeah. Piss on that. Mm-hmm. Piss on that, he says. You yep. know? Yep. I uh I got back from, from joined the workforce after vacation in the middle of the week this week, which is always a terrible feeling. Yeah, that sucks. Terrible. Yep. I work like six straight days before I get a day off too, which makes me just sad in my heart. Man. Yeah, it's it's nice too because the weather is just starting to get like really like you know nice summer weather, grilling mm-hmm. weather, that kind of thing. So. Yep. Yeah. Mm. You guys watch this, anything? I watch a ton of shit. <laughs> Um, this week, but uh, like, 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 shit isn't like like bad stuff or shit isn't like a quantity no, no, no. of stuff. No quantity. I mean, I, I mean, I watch my normal like four movies a day at work, five movies a day when I'm working. But a lot of that's, that's like, normal stuff. A yeah. lot of that's like repeat. But that's, those are part of the normal movie. Like, for you and normal well, right. or not. Um, well, I get, I, I get on these kicks where like I I will like I'll like six seven movies where I'll just keep repeating and then I'll move on to other things. But uh, JFK is now on my list of movies. Uh, John Q, I go through fairly often. Um, I've started. Oh, oh, Roger. Um, the reason I texted you guys about Gifted because obviously I watched Gifted, and that is such a tight movie. Yeah, I don't in understand. the middle, in the middle of nothing going on, you just start randomly texting about the <laughs> meta Metacritic score for Gifted. Yeah. Like it, it somehow accosted you in some way. Well, here's <laughs> here's the thing: is I went to and and I know people score it. It all averages in, but one of the people's scores is zero, and it's saying because. This isn't Chris Evans. He Chris Evans needs to be doing Marvel stuff. This movie's a zero. Like that's not like, a review. Okay, so that guy's a fucking idiot. So, well, but, but that's still the zero still factored in. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Does he have a point though? No, no, because Gift is a good, <laughs> Gift is a good movie though. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, Gift Gift is a one of the. He's top also he plays a really good dick bag in um the original Knives Out. Mm-hmm. He, does he does play a good okay. dickhead. In that Chris movie. Evans is he's one of he's a premier a list. He, he, he was weird Spiderhead too. Yeah, I've, I I I forgot he was in Spiderhead. That's how yeah. I didn't even care about that. But yeah, you're you're right. He was definitely weird in that one. Uh, other things I watched this week. It was the end of Ted Lasso. Oh right. my gosh, what uh, a great fucking ending! That so was. look, I I would like to bring up the fact that I said by the end of the season it will be remembered as one of the best endings of something, and I would like to note that I was completely correct is as I as I always officially yes okay, it is. You. There was a three season arc that is officially all the loops have closed. Mm-hmm. Not to, so, not to highlight like other things on our podcast, but uh, did you see his episode of Hot Ones? 
No, is it funny as shit? It's it, it's not funny as shit, but it's like it, it it does give you some chuckles. But it's just it's a very good episode. He's he's very articulate. He's an interesting dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's very articulate. The other thing, the day after the finale, Coach Beard, uh, Brendan, oh, Brendan Hunt is his name, who is the co-creator and the co-star of Coach Beard is who he plays. Um, did a Reddit uh, ask me anything, yeah. and that was very informative. That dude is wildly interesting. Okay, super intelligent guy too, mm-hmm. which is fucking intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was that was pretty cool. But no, man, the show ended, and it was. It's fucking perfect. I'm, it's, yeah, I'm it's very crazy. happy. It's one of the few times I'm like, I'm happy with the ending of the show. Like, this isn't Game of Thrones. <laughs> they no, did it. it they they, they did it right. They closed all the loops. It's even when it's, people yeah. said the third season wasn't going so well. The last four or five episodes were just fucking all tens. Yeah, so yeah, they were amazing. They really were. Everybody else, especially me. especially <laughs> when. Especially when Nate and Beard finally, we finally learned a more of Beard's past and like why he's so loyal to Ted. Yeah. Like that, that like that broke me, man. That was that was heartbreaking to hear, especially when he cried during the explanation of why he's. And then Nate, like, you want to hug, and he just, he gives him one he of goes, those like. He goes, "How about you? Would, yeah. you? would you like to headbutt me to make yourself he, feel better?" He does like the gentle like knock on his forehead. It was it was nice. Ah oh, man, it really, show it really is... is a feel good show for anybody. Listen, I won't be the guy to be like if you haven't seen Ted Lasso at this point, you have to know what it's about. And I, I do recommend it for everybody because even if you don't like soccer, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's R-rated and it's wholesome as shit, and it doesn't make any sense, but it works. Yeah. So it, it's it's a fun show. Um, on a sad note for me personally, a website that I go to, to get things for us is no longer there. Ooh, allegedly, uh, my my favorite alleged torrent site <laughs> is no longer there. Um, I was actually sad about this. Aw. Well, because look. I got minimal viruses here. Minimal. Fucking zero. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect in every way. Like the birth of my daughter. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> um, but like, this is where I would go to get old full seasons of things. And it's just gone. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. That was actually very depressing. And that's tough, too, because like look, sites like that, no matter what you're using them for, the longer they've been up, the, the more you have to pull from, which yep. means like that's how you get clean and fast downloads that kind of thing things mm-hmm. are curated and all that kind of stuff so it's you know that's probably why you know you've allegedly received zero zero viruses because of things like that so also now, i have a vpn because i'm not a fucking idiot true allegedly true. <laughs> <laughs> so so much allegedly going on are we sponsored by by nord vpn god i wish not. no, no it is not um, the vpn that i use though so that'd be awkward <laughs> <laughs> Um. What else? Oh, the 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 strike is getting bigger in the, in the industry. I, I'm not going to talk about specifics, but it, it is it is making waves now. Did well, you watch what I, what I sent you about that? By the way, Grayson. No, I'm sorry, Chris. I meant to. Wow, no, I, I, I sent you so much good shit. Oh, I'm no, know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I've just been it's it's been it's been causing problems, and I know a lot of other shows are having problems for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are picket lines everywhere for still stuff shooting, and it's it's just. I, I I know it, it's it's becoming bigger news every every day because it's becoming more and more pronounced the strike. But I just want to let people know it it, it is causing issues everywhere. Well, watches so. four movies a day at work can't can't watch two three minute TikToks. I send them. I'm sorry. I just I see it and then I'm like oh I'll, I'll get to that and I just don't. But um, it is the weather is super nice here. It's it's not nearly as bad as you guys described it back home ninety, but it's it's like a constant seventy five. But it's like a, a breeze and. It's 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 just it's just nice. I spent a lot of time outside this weekend. Walked around Piedmont Park yesterday. Got brunch with people at the office. Had some awesome awesome brunch. 
had a bottomless. I thought you said peed in the park for a second, but then I no Piedmont. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Had a bottomless, um, not mimosas, um, endless shrimp, (laughs) red lobster. No bottomless, not mimosas. What's the other drink that you can not mimosa, but um, margaritas. No, it's like a. I don't know. It's like a wine based thing. I, I forget what it's called, but yeah, I had endless. I had a few though. It was it was a good time. We had a, we had. A, we I don't had think a he's talking time. about shrimp. No, like no but I, I I did get the the you the ever brunch had shrimp scampi though. That shit is oh, so good. So good. I I did get the the brunch paella, which was quite a bit, and had shrimp in it. So yeah, I had my fill of shrimp. Paella is strong. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm excited for. I don't know if I'd want to drink a whole lot of mimosas and have some paella though. I'm excited for the weeks to come. I, man, next week we're talking about Into the Spider Verse. Sorry, Across the Spider Verse. It's going to be great. And then the week after that is Beast Wars. And we got a good lineup coming. We have a good summer I have lineup. Been keeping the gentleman up on all things Spider Verse. <laughs> <this laughs> yeah. Well, I posted quite a few stories. It, it I, did very well. So we get in the box office. It, it's done. I mean, statistically, it's done better numbers than Little Mermaid has. I can't get away from Spider-Verse stuff. Like, I'm trying not to see, like, 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 re- like review blurbs. I'm trying not to see, like, anything. And it's, like, it's, it's almost impossible right now. It's definitely got a lot behind it right now. I went to, the, the AMC went to yesterday to watch the second movie was, I asked a person at the counter, and I was like, what's all this for? He's like, Spider-Man. Did you Since see we, the Spider-Man popcorn heads? No, I didn't. I didn't even look, though. They have Miles and Gwen popcorn bucket. They're just their heads. Heck yeah. Wait, like them in their... In, in the mask. Okay, in the mask. Okay. Yeah. It would be a little weirder if it was just, just their just heads. Just human heads. Just heads. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refresh on the um, Into the Spider-Verse this week and then go into yep. Across on the Weekend. Very excited. Me and my daughter are going to watch, watch the first movie one more time and we're going to go see it sometime this week. So it's been on rotation on FX all weekend mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons. Um, I have caught bits and pieces of it throughout the whole time and i've just yeah, i just fucking love that movie yeah. man it's so fucking good yeah, i bought it on something so but it but it's good that's the it. thing is it's good and it's yeah, I, I don't you it's better than any of the more of the live action marvel movies it's just it's strictly better than any of them than any of the live action the only arguments you could make are maybe maybe from the iron man up to cap 2 and after that you, there's, there's there's no chance of an argument but i could see I, arguments up to those i movies. disagree with you vehemently but it's fine but what 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 the hell movie? What what movie after Cap Two do you think matches even comes close into the Spider Verse? Infinity War and Endgame are both are both now perfect as well. I can't yeah. give you those. No. Nope. Well, nope. Endgame maybe not, but Infinity War, in my opinion, is is the best Marvel movie that's the best superhero film that's come out. So, I yeah. I don't think it, I've never even on like on all the lists I've looked at, that's never even on the top five. It doesn't matter to me what's, what what list you're looking at. Well, I linked you, it, I, I linked you a list once upon a time that was garbage. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I mean, fine, but it's just that movie is so strong, and the Spider Verse is so is so strong. Is. I agree with you. Um, on there's that, no on that front. I mean, it was anyway, a so it, it I was gave a 10. it a ten. I, I know. Endgame or you weren't there. You would have. <laughs> <laughs> I've you seen would it have since. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's then. get into the show, shall we? I think it, mm-hmm. I think I think we shall. Eleven minutes in. All right, this is episode three hundred thirty-three of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. A podcast about movies, film, and cinema was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's jump into the box office as tradition dictates. Number one, Roger, you'll be a happy man. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, 120.5 million domestic. 
good. 120 domestic, bringing in a worldwide of 208. So it didn't um, it didn't do internationally well, but I think the international market's going to pick up because fast this weekend did insane numbers internationally, way more than last weekend. So I think everyone just watched that, and next weekend they're going to get to Spider Man. But I'm very excited to talk about that one next week. Uh, the Little Mermaid, 40.6 million domestic, bringing its worldwide to 326. So a weekend, a week, and a weekend for 326 for Little Mermaid. And for Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse, three days for 208. So I think Spider-Man's doing better per capita than Little Mermaid is. Which surprises me. It, it honestly surprises me. Let's go to number three, The Boogeyman, which isn't doing well. 12.3 million domestic, bringing its worldwide to just to 20 even. That's not doing great. That was, um, that's a... That's a uh, Stephen King movie. Steve, Stephen King novel adaption. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is number four, 10.2 million, bringing its worldwide to a very impressive 780.1 million. Not yep. going to break the billion dollar mark. But, well, but that's a good win. That's a good number for them. Fast 10, 9.2 million, bringing its worldwide to two, sorry, 603. It was only at, it was at like 258 last week, wasn't it? Or something like that. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's jumped up quite, quite a bit, you know, at least, at least double what it did last weekend. So that's good for it. I'm, I'm happy to see that one still making money, although I, I wasn't huge on it, but. It's because it's not very good. It, 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 it really isn't. And it's, there's nothing to say about. It just isn't very good. I mean, I had a whole podcast to say about it just last week. <laughs> Six through ten. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, About My Father, number eight, The Machine, number nine, You Hurt My Feelings, number ten, Kandahar. What's Mario up to? Mario, oh, the, the oh, box oh, office take, the, the worldwide is $1.3 <laughs> which is <laughs> so impressive. And we're definitely going to get a sequel to that. I have no doubt about that. The next yeah. three uh, video game movies don't even equal what Mario did. The next three on the list. It's Maybe not. No, no, definitely not. I. I you mean I the ones it. that come out, the, the ones that haven't had box office? No, no, no. Oh, no, oh you like, mean, okay. The three okay. highest grossing films after Mario don't even equal Mario's total. Fair. Okay, That uh, now I know. I was like, how do you know the box office from future movies? That's weird. Uh, Chris, do, you, do you have a time? Magic? Secret? I mean, yeah, listen, I knew, the, I knew the box office for Mario. I'll got be, me a we, bunch of Wendy's. Be, we did. It's true, it's true, it's true. Upcoming releases. All right, let's take a well. Okay, sorry. Let's let's take a look at upcoming releases. Not a lot has changed, although we are now getting really into the summer. So June second, The Boogeyman and Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. June 9th, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. June sixteenth, The Blackening, The Flash, and Pixar's Elemental. June twenty third, God is a Bullet, which I've now seen the trailer for. Doesn't look. I great. have. Looks whack. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm I'm like Jamie Lannister. Can you just please please pick better projects than than that? Well, I mean, the, come on. What's that? Uh, what's that movie he did with like the Egyptian gods in it? What was that? Yu-Gi-Oh. No. No, no, no. I I know it, it wasn't gods and exes. Right? It was yeah. I can't think of the name, but I can see the poster. So so is yeah. that is it is it whack like that kind of movie or is it? Oh, have you not seen it? No. The, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, Gods of Egypt, isn't that? Isn't it's that it? Yeah, it's so it. not, <laughs> not correct. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like imagine like the Punisher. Yeah. Versus like a cult, except he also joins the cult to kill them from the inside out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, June thirtieth, Indiana. <laughs> On that note, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. 
So we're uh, watching the Teenage Kraken movie that week, right? Uh, no. Right? Uh, July 7th. Insidious, The Red Door, and Joyride. <laughs> <laughs> July 12th, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Heck yeah. Uh, July 14th has nothing theatrical. What? Lord. July 21 has Barbie, Cobweb, and Oppenheimer, which which means Barbie and Oppenheimer. What the hell is Cobweb? The one we talked about last week about the kid who used his mind powers to confuse his parents. And you were like, so that doesn't exist. Like, yep. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> July 28th, Disney's Haunted Mansion and Talk to Me. And August starts off with Harold and the Purple Crayon. Oh, that's what moved away from the Indiana Jones, Harold and the Purple Crayon. Uh, now into August, which means that's the movie I worked on, which now they've removed it to August, which means they know it's a turd. Thank you. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Also surprised to see that opening in August. Do they have do they have no Animated faith in this? Don't, it doesn't really animated doesn't really fall into the August trap. Mm-hmm. Although the Meg to the Trench is August 4th, which is Friday and along to August 11th, Gran Turismo. So that's another like, do, do they not have Statham any versus Kaiju? Do they, do they don't have any faith in Gran Turismo? Um, all right, so here's my 30-second spiel about Gran Turismo, why it's in August, is it's going to be a decent movie, and it's not going to make any money. That, I think, is why it got moved to August. Okay, that's fair. I just I just don't have any faith that it'll break. I mean, opening weekend, if it breaks $10 million, I'd be surprised. And it's probably going to be pretty good. That's so low, though. It's Is it, though? Is that, you're talking like domestic, 10 million mm. domestic? Yep, 10 million domestic. I get at least I, I give it twenty. Well, okay, so let's put it, it up. This is this weekend is generally a higher grossing weekend. The second movie this weekend only made twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. Ten million is probably where it's going to fall. All right, all right, we'll see, we'll see. Mm. It's just I, I worry about box office. Um, all right, August eighteenth, Blue Beetle, Landscape with Invisible Hand. I don't. I have no idea. And what? strays. Yeah, I've, I'll, I'll, I'll click stranger. on it and see what comes up. Um, no one's in it that I recognize. Uh, it's the IMDb description. A pair of teenagers come up with a plan to ensure their family's future when an occupying alien race's promise of economic prosperity leaves the most of humanity impoverished and desperate. What in the heck? Yeah, that sounds like it's. Gonna I don't be, recognize. That sounds way better than Blue Beetle. True. <laughs> I've seen Blue Beetle's trailer. Yeah. Ooh, no. I don't. Recognize one name of the twenty, Dev Patel. Hey, I know him. Dev H Patel. It's not. It's not Dev. Patel. Was that not? <laughs> the same. There's person. a second nope. Dev Patel. Dev H Patel. Like there uh, are two then, hockey players, both named Sebastian Aho, from the same country that are not the same person on two different teams in the NHL. Weird. I and August doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and August twenty fifth is White Bird. And then August 30th, which is a Wednesday, ends up with They Listen and the Venice Film Festival, which is getting some kind of theatrical. Huh. The so Venice that, Film Festival is a movie? Well, I, I they, they, they may be showing some of them available. If you buy a ticket, you can maybe see some of the shorter stuff. I, I, I don't can know we go to that. Venice? No. Uh, and then I don't want to get in September because that stuff's changing. That stuff is definitely going to be changing soon. So there's your releases. Nothing crazy changed. But it's a, I, I think it's a pretty solid, you know, at least for June and July. It's a pretty solid June and July. Which still I'm can't believe that Barbie have. and Oppenheimer are still just going to stare at each other down and go, one of you fuckers is going to move. There's, like the, the, there's an open spot there's a week open before. Week. Yeah, there's an open yeah, week. But I don't think any either one of them wants to give that open spot. They, you know, what they I mean? don't like, because that that runs your clash directly into Mission yeah. Impossible. Oh, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's you know it's gonna if be somebody weird does move. I think they would slide back. Yeah, definitely slide back. Whoa! I don't know if you heard that lightning, but there are definitely some lightning crackage outside. 
You don't hear lightning. You hear thunder. Oh, thunder. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> That's dad mode. All right. What's streaming? This week we're taking a look at HBO Max. Moneyball was one of the ones I watched today, actually, by director oh, Bennett I Miller. I love that movie. Dude, I just watched Money, Moneyball. Moneyball is so... Every time I watch it, I'm just mesmerized by how good it is. Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Chris Pratt. The last time I liked Chris Pratt was Moneyball and Robin That's Wright. That's not fuck true. 2011. Moneyball is one of those... So this is... Uh, Moneyball is about Billy Bean and the Oakland Athletics of when they went 20 straight victories... Uh, and he kind of retooled the team with a very low budget and competed against teams which had a much higher budget, much like three or four times the, the budget. And he competed and he did very well uh, that season. And it's Billy Bean changed the changed the name of baseball. Didn't he, Roger? You'd know. Yep. Billy Bean changed how the, the game of baseball was played, how recruiting happened and everything. And that's just Moneyball is one of those movies that it just it came out of nowhere for me and was like one of those movies that like, oh, my God, I, I walked out of the theater saying that's got to be up for a ton of awards if it's not then i don't know what's going on but that's a hell of a movie but uh yeah moneyball is just one of those movies that you see and it's like man that's such a good movie and i think most of it's because brad pitt like he brings so much to the role of billy bean especially the way the way that it's shot and him and jonah hill bouncing off of each other it just works and it just works so well all right chris men in black by director Barry Sonnenfeld, Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, Linda F- of Fiorentino, Vincent D'Onofrio, Rip Torn, Tony Shalhoub, 1997. Tell us about that one. I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, <clears throat> I don't know where you've been. This is this is this is Will Smith, like when he was still early in the game, coming coming to the movie scene. He's charismatic as hell. The movie's fun. It's a it's a it's a tighter runtime too, which is nice. And the movie itself is just. It's got comedy. It's sci-fi. It was kind of zany, but the like the concept was was so good because it was you could almost you could almost see it. You could almost see that it you know like in this wacky world they show you with aliens being everywhere, you know, and being a part of society and kind of taking refuge on Earth. That you know it 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 could be a thing. But Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are great together. The 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 villain bad guy was entertaining to see on screen as you go through, and all the all the gadgets along the way just make this just make this movie iconic. I I like this movie. It, it made two other movies beyond it, one of them okay, one of them not, but it, it's still it's it's a damn good film, and I love Will Smith, especially earlier stuff with with him in it. And this movie with Tommy Lee is just it's a good one. If you haven't seen Men in Black, somehow watch this movie. Well, that's what I wanted to so. Which Men in Black Two I think is the okay one, and Men in Black Three yeah. sucks. Okay, good. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> and Men in Black Two also has some really great moments that, again, like the machine. the The movie doesn't the movie doesn't earn, or the, the, or you wouldn't expect it would be in there, but it has some of those moments, especially with Tommy Lee remembering, trying to remember what happened on that night when they were rounding up the aliens. You know, it's just one of those moments that it works, and it just. I think it's because of you know the late '90s and the huge production budget and Will Smith and Tommy Lee, like it just so many elements come together to just make that work and make it work very very well. But that's that, that's a that's a good that's a good callback, Chris. Uh, Men and Men in Black is is absolutely one worth revisiting. And uh, I don't know, if, just as a little side, I don't know if you guys can hear, but the the, the lights just flickered. So Chris, if, we, if, if Chris and Roger, if we lose each other, <laughs> sorry. And let's Chris talk. aren't going to lose each other. Yeah, we're, he's we're right here. Even well, if the I, I will, gone, but... I know that he's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad with director James Gunn, Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Michael Rooker, Nathan Fillion, Jai Courtney, Pete Davidson, Sean Gunn. Twenty twenty one. Roger, why should we v- revisit this one? 
All right, so you should revisit Suicide Squad just because of these three quotes alone, okay? No one likes a show-off unless what they're showing off is dope as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right? And the other quote is, let's see. Are these all Peacemaker quotes? Yep. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks and someone said I had to eat every dick until this beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problemo. I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. <laughs> it's it was a huge improvement. I liked the Suicide Squad. The second one, it was funny. It was alright. I mean, it was far better than than what we had before. I mean, the first one was okay. The weird one, the what, what was it? The the one that had the all female cast in it that came before. Oh, bir- bir- Birds of Harley Prey. Quinn. Yeah, yeah Harley yeah, Quinn yeah. and Birds of Prey. That one was not great. And then this one it, it did it finally came around to like an actual good fun film all the, you know most of the way through. It was interesting enough for, you know, your offshoot superhero film, but it, it's this that one is fun. I, I did enjoy seeing that that movie. Yeah, I thought it was weird that they redid it so soon after the other one, but James Gunn again proved it you could do it if you have the right thing. If you have the right uh, studio backing, you can make a movie, and it did make money. It was very six. Well, no, it was on. It came out on HBO Max, didn't it? I, I saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Too. Oh, theater. Okay, yeah, but okay, I remember it did make it did it did do very well for itself in the box office, which is you know mm-hmm. I didn't expect, but it, it it did very well for itself. Yeah. So HBO Max, if you subscribe, Moneyball, Men in Black, and The Suicide Squad. Starfish is slang for butthole. Do you think that has to do with anything? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some trailers, Roger. I'm gonna let you off the hook on this one. We knew we we have now seen the new trailer for Barbie with Margot Robbie, Brian Gosling, Adriana Greenblatt, sorry Ariana Greenblatt, Helen Mirren, John Cena, Will Ferrell, Emma McKay, Michael Sarah, Kate McKinnon, America Ferrera, Issa Rae. It's a feature, and those are just some of the names. I, I skipped some of the lesser known names, but I know Roger, you are very excited for um Ryan Gosling's shock blonde hair. Look. When him and the other Ken are <laughs> touching their chests together and stars are exploding. So weird. <laughs> it's perfect in every way. <laughs> I need a clicky pen. <laughs> Is that man a doctor? <laughs> no, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> well, it's so inappropriate because, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, that, see, that's that right there. He doesn't want to talk to her, the woman doctor, because he's because, A, Ryan, he's operating on the fact that, well, you're a woman. You can't be a doctor. Doctors are smart. That's what he's operating on. And like, that's so inappropriate. But it's like, it's also like part of the. It's part of the like the 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 the, the mystery around the Barbie. Like, there's part of that that surrounds the Barbie doll, which is so inappropriate. But I think Austin does it well. This movie looks hilarious. But what if it's great? You know, what if it's great? <laughs> No, no. What if what if we're when talking about great. what if it's we're talking about Barbie and we're in, and we're deciding to give it a nine point five or a ten? Like what uh, if that's when we're the... talking about Ryan Gosling winning an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor is Ken? <laughs> that could happen. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Will happen. Well, can happen. Doesn't mean... win. Will. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Barbie as well. I mean, Greta Gerwig's the right director. It seems that everything is going and like Will Ferrell's role even is like the. The, the board member who's like we have to get Barbie back in the box and in her own world she's screwing everything up like it just it, it, it all kind of I think it's gonna I think it's gonna work well also on a better note for them they've seemed to have procured the rights to the aqua song yep. Barbie girl finally which 
what a downer that would have been if they couldn't have pulled that off. Yeah. They would have just paid whatever they needed to pay to have that in the movie. I'm, I'm they told sure. him no, though, because they wanted to They wanted they to wanted mess to with change him. It. They yeah. wanted to change it a little bit, and they told him no. Yep. Mm. Well, uh, we'll see when the movie finally comes out. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem with Rose Byrne, Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, John, John Cena, Jackie Chan, Giancarlo Esposito, Maya Rudolph, Ice Cube, Post Malone, Hannibal Burris, to name a few. It's a feature. What are we thinking about? This is now the third so, trailer we've gotten. So... I liked I liked the first trailer for this movie, right? Like I, I I like the first trailer a good bit. It's a good trailer, and this trailer's better. Like I I really in, I think there's a lot more comedy in this in this trailer, which I la- like I laughed a lot, lot a couple times watching the trailer alone, and I feel like you get more of idea of what your what film you're in for from this trailer, and I I think it's I think it's good. Um, it makes me even more excited to see this movie. I'm I'm ready for this one. I'm I'm a big I'm a big uh, Ninja Turtles guy, though. So I dream of fighting every night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Turtles, and so I don't much rage. I I don't. I mean, I was when I was young. I had my mom, and my dad had. The, I mean, I had everything. I loved the movies. I had all the the costumes and the weapons, and it was just insanity. You know, a few um, years ago, they had Ninja Turtle Legos, and they've retired all those sets, yep. and I can't get them. Yep. Um. So, so well, Grayson, in your in your Ninja Turtle fandom, did you ever have the uh, the original Ninja Turtles cartoon recliner? No, I, I didn't. I did what? not. Yeah, I I did. I had it. But there's an official recliner. There was 100%. the the ninja the ninja teenage mutant ninja turtles is also like when I as an adult look back and like why did that catch on fire? Like who even came up with that? Like why was, it was that a thing? Huge man. You know, huge, huge. And the one thing I, I I've only recently been turned to is the last. It's a it's a the last Ronin. Is that a? You're I know it's a. So what the 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 idea behind the last Ronin as I understand it is it's a turtle. But he uses all the weapons, and you, they're all the rest of them are dead, and you don't know who He's it the is. Last one, it's yeah, Michelangelo, which, which intrigues me. Spoiler: Yes, it is. I was, well, no. What what the the premise intrigues me because that means they've all been hunted down and killed, and Except like Michelangelo, it, and that's a that's an adult, that's a very adult themed thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would like to see that. And I mean, talking about adult themed movies is the the original live action turtles from what like ninety nine eighty nine ninety one what was that ninety one ish ninety nine nine ninety that movie was very serious <laughs> that was no joke like that was had a very serious theme um you know it just it had a very serious tone and the other two weren't nearly as serious and the second one they took away the weapons then they went to Japan and had this awful like, found the, a folding couch but not a recliner I'm looking for it right now too. I'm a big fan of the turtles, so I just want this movie to be good. But this is the first turtles property I have not been. Ex- I'm not excited for. Well, well, I mean, you talk about the like the first movie and how it had a serious tone. I think that movie is actually much better than most people ever give it credit for, and so so many people haven't seen that movie because because it is older. But like that one was the one that had like the most serious, like the most serious story to tell, and it hit on a few like like real issues going on at the time. And on top of that, like the turtles go through a, a big struggle within that, you know, like, like Raph gets seriously hurt and they end up on like some weird farmhouse so we can recover and they, they try to get him back, you know, like back to, you know, Raphael would never get hurt full strength. And um, just saying, leaving that movie to like the next two uh, ooze was good because of the fact that oh, <laughs> vanilla well, ice was there, well, vanilla ice and Ninja turtle rap for one thing. Yeah. But, go ninja, uh, go ninja, go, go ninja. Also some, some, some of the coolest villains from the cartoon are in that one, which people really liked. And like, the third what, one was Be- bebop and rocksteady. No, uh, no, uh, or that's no, where you get, Oh, Hank free. and Traza, whatever their name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, forget that. Okay. Okay. It. Yeah. 
But then, like, the third one's so weird because you get the, the weird samurai movie where they travel in time, and it's so... It's, a, it's it, so bad. It's a, it's, it's, it's a period piece. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but it, but it's, 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 it's bad, and the costumes are noticeably worse than they were oh, before. Yeah, 100%. But there, there, there's also that... I don't know Why if you guys is Vanilla seen... Ice performing in a warehouse? Why wouldn't he be? I mean, listen, I understand that now, but then he was popular. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so I don't. So I don't know if you guys have seen the 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 one, the still image of, I think it's Donatello who's like screaming, and you can see the person inside the costume also with an open mouth screaming. Yep. And like once you see it, you can't ever unsee it. Like you're gonna see yeah. that every time. Like it's just one of those things that, it just it just happened and no one caught it and it, it made it to the the movie print, but. That's also one of those things that kind of undoes it for me. But I am a big fan of that original movie. Uh, one of the things I, when even when I was a kid, I thought was just amazing was like, who was the one that was, was it April's the one that drew the turtles? Yes. Yeah. She, and it, she, like, she drew Raph as she was like sitting in the chair, defeated, almost dead. And like he drew, she drew Leonardo. And like they all had a little, like, they all had their own little, like, vignette, like, a few minutes of what's going on with them and what's mm-hmm. going on with Raphael and the, and the clan. Yeah. And it was just, and then that, that, that showdown on the roof when shredders like when shredders like I, I killed the rat and he's like, oh you lie and then they they the weapons it's just there's so much about that movie i love that i wish we'd go back to but we just never gonna go back to that but that's a great movie and t- it's a great piece in time to just go back and watch mm-hmm. I and I, I think a lot of people who haven't seen it since then if they go back chris i think you're right we'll remember it more f- we'll we'll remember it as it was not as good because they were, but when they look at it in the adult, like this was actually pretty good. Like the writing was good. The, the, the characterizations are all awesome. The, the struggle was great. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I think work, but, and then we had several more attempts to revive the turtles. I wasn't a huge fan of, this is the fourth or fifth reboot of the Ninja Turtles, isn't it? I don't know about movie wise, but I know it's, it's been in cartoon form in some like consistently for all those years. Yeah. But it's one of those things. That I think it's um, it's it's high time we, we go back to the turtles. But this is the I don't think this is the way to do it. So I don't know how it's going to be. Although I didn't like the the Michael when Bay ones either. When did you read either. the last Ronin? I didn't. I just know it exists. Oh, and I I, I, I read. I was reading some synopsis of it, and uh, it just seems like a very interesting premise to me. I think that's awesome, actually. Yeah, I have it sitting on my bookshelf right now. <sighs> All right, let's talk about the last trailer, which I. I'm so mad. This is all we have for this. It's been uh, two weeks since it's dropped, but Twisted Metal, Anthony Mackie, Taj Vaughnens, Stephanie Beatriz, Shell Ramos, Will Arnett, Thomas Hayden Church. What the hell even is this teaser trailer? Listen, it has everything it needs to have. It has the idea of cars and then creepy clown music at the end. What else do you want from a Twisted Metal? I just thought we'd have more by now, but no. we don't have more. Remember, less... Is more the fact that it's a series is kind of interesting, right? Because, I think so. Well, I mean, like, how much drama and character building are you going to be able to do in a in a show like Twisted Metal? Where, Hopefully, a shitload. I mean, I don't think I don't think that's what's gonna. I don't I don't I don't know if this is going to get the uh, the Last of Us treatment that we'd like to see it get. You know what I mean? Where like it, it doesn't need to be that deep or that good. Don't get me wrong. It, it needs to be serviceable. I just don't know if we're gonna get that. I'd like it. To, I'd like to see that because you know playing the games, especially once you get to like Twisted Metal Black. Twisted Metal Black had actually a, a very good interwoven story between all the, all the different like racers you could play as, and to see this in like kind of like an open world scene, like where he's driving down the road and there's just war and mayhem everywhere. 
I, I that's not exactly what the twisted metal tournament was. So like nope. it, it, it it's neat to see it. You know what what it could mean if it's done that way. You think you'll be able to drive up the Eiffel Tower and blow it up? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you know, or or you know, speed boost into the Statue of Liberty, knock it over so you can get to the to power up behind that wall. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it it I don't know. I. I like the whole Sweet Tooth angle because Sweet Tooth is is like the fan is like the fan favorite of the franchise. You he know? is twisted metal for he, most people. He is the face of it. You know, it was supposed to always be Axel, but then he Sweet Tooth quick, quick, quickly took off after Twisted Metal too. So I don't know. It, I I want this to do well. I want to see it get some love. I don't know how this is going to be a series and it be good like over the course of the whole thing. But we'll have to see. I'll definitely give it you know a three episode rule and find out if I can dig it. So, Fair enough. Yep. That's a good one. Three, three episodes is enough to know if you can get into something or you can. I, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'll give it the first season, but it's just something just something just doesn't sit right with this with about me with this. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be successful. So I hope it is. And, you know, Last of Us completely subverted any expectations you you, you had of uh, a video game adaptions being bad. It's just it, it's one of the it, that is the that is the, the king now is Last of Us. No, it's Mario. Yeah, I it's disagree Mario. with you on that one. But I mean, I have one point three billion reasons why you're wrong. As far as quality is concerned, if you there's no argument in this world, you can say the Mario is a better quality. I don't have than to argue quality. Of. I can argue with quantifiable numbers. Uh, Illumination Studio will, will speak to you about that because quality is fine there. Nope, can't give can't give you that. They're one one has nothing but story. The other doesn't have any story whatsoever. Yeah, it just just has. One it just looks didn't the part. Make any money? The other one made one point three. Well, I don't I don't know what you. It says it's very successful. I mean, watch you know a ton of times so i look i don't, I don't want to we can't argue with this one is better than the other i could argue period. with this for you all day because i frustrate you immensely i know but i don't like it when you when you do that and you you're 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 i don't like it when you do that when you're willingly being in being foolish about something that's just that's just silly i would never be facetious in I any know. capacity or know, sarcastic Robin. for that all right let's talk about the movie of the week at the 37 minute mark let's talk about the little mermaid which is doing very well for itself in the box office and uh, is also very divisive if you look at videos on YouTube and Twitter, which I don't suggest you do. But like, don't do that. If you're big into like racism, <laughs> that's your that's your angle. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about some let's get some particulars out of the way. Let's look at the Rotten Tomatoes of let's look at the Rotten Tomatoes of the original, the 1989, 92 on the tomato meter and 88 audience score. Very good numbers. I think most people remember that one very fondly. It was shorter than most movies, but it was a very tight runtime, a very tight story that worked. Let's fast forward decades to The Little Mermaid, the live action, tomato meter 68%, and the audience score is 95%. Although I've seen videos saying that that's been artificially, both of those have been artificially increased quite, have, quite, a, quite a bit. They have been adjusted, so... Um... They've been not the caught's the wrong word, but like there have been adjustments made to what they're what they're like considering official reviews for that movie specifically at this point. So if you like, if you don't, if you look at the non um, adjusted score, it's it's more like a it's, it's more like it, it's lower than what it, it states. It has a lot of one star reviews currently um, on on the uh, on the fan side. So. Well, but I don't know how much that plays into people just being dumb and stupid, but I don't think it's a one. It's definitely not a. It's definitely much higher than that. But well, I, mean, let's I don't ever want to talk too much about Rotten Tomatoes again. But just remember, 
before Captain Marvel even came out, that had what yep. was it, four thousand one star reviews. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying, I understand why they shut stuff off sometimes for right or wrong. Mm. <laughs> All right. Halle Bailey as Ariel, Jonah Howard King as Prince Eric, David Diggs as Sebastian. I'm, man. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Aquafina as Scuttle, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder, Javier Bordem as King Triton, Melissa McCarthy, Ursula, Jessica Alexander, Vanessa, Emily Coates as Rosa, Lynn Manuel Miranda as Chef Lewis. So let's get into oh, of course, directed Who's by Rob Vanessa? Marshall. I must have been one of the sisters. Once been one of the sisters. Okay, I was but... like, I they just remembered. All right, Little Lomer made a live-action remake, which it, it it is pretty faithful with, but it does expand the original story. So it adds forty-five more minutes to the movie. Forty what was it fifty-one minutes actually, right? Because it goes it from one twenty-three to two sixteen. John John Howard King is twenty-eight years old. Handsome son of a gun, being twenty-eight. He does have a square jawline, that's for sure. He does very <laughs> punchable face. Handsome son of a bitch. All right, Roger, what's this one? What is Little Mermaid 2023 about? Um, so it was the same thing The Little Mermaid 1989. Was it 89? Yeah. Yes. 1989 was about, except bigger budget. I mean, bigger, bigger budget goes out saying. Bigger budget, longer runtime. That's also Less true. heart. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's it's a mostly faithful retelling of that story that we've seen. There's there's more to it. Um, I mean, I mean, it's the Little Mermaid. Yeah, it, it, it really is. is. It really is. It really is. Um, the the thing is, in the real short version of what I want to really get out about this movie is, look, if you're if you're a diehard, the Little Mermaid is my favorite animated Disney movie of all time. There really is nothing that I think you would watch this movie and be like, it's terrible. I have a hard time believing you if you looked at something straight up shot by shot that you would think it was really that bad. Now, look, this movie is a little bit longer. There's a little bit more music in it. You know, we have Prince Eric get his own song, which is kind of nice. It's, it's different. We have some toned down stuff with Ursula, which is weird. I don't get it. Um, but overall, it's it's okay. And for all these people that give a like blowback because it's not Ariel that I grew up with, look, dude, she's a fucking mermaid. <laughs> I'm sorry that she's not the mermaid that you know you're used to seeing here, but it, it's fine. Like that girl is fine as Ariel. Like she can sing. I don't have any problem with it. And the only thing that I have to deal with this movie is it's too long. It well, is and, too long, but... and the and the underwater effects are not great. So, okay, yeah. So that's the other thing. Look, again, we're going to talk about a movie that has a lot of CGI in it, mm. and it's not very good. Yeah. Now, like, like, like uh, I agree with you that it's too long, like CGI stuff. Um, I, I can, I can see the point, and I kind of agree with the point of of not agreeing with the casting of Ariel, though. Sure, she's fine. She can sing. All the points you made are one hundred percent correct, and I think that in this film, it's okay that 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 she is Ariel. Like that's not what I'm saying, but I do understand the argument of like of like people, you know, growing up with the movie and and like it's not it's not the same that they grew up with. It, like it's an iconic character, and when you change that, we've talked about this before. You have to be okay with the blowback you get for making those decisions. Sure, you have to be okay as a fan if you want to go see it and you want to support your film. That's cool. As a studio, when you make decisions like this, you have to be okay with the blowback that comes with it because. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of you know, little girls, little boys growing up that are you know are you know adults now or still kids that you know were introduced to them by their parents, grew up with a different Ariel. 
and sure it's different than the one that we get on screen it's not a problem that it is you know for like for me for like me as i watch the film it's just not the same and it's and you have to be okay with the decisions you make as a studio as well which which they are they've they doubled down on it you know they backed her up which which again that's all part of it but i can understand people looking at that film and going i don't think i want to see this or you know or i didn't enjoy the movie as much as, as much as i thought i would because this this thing bothered me it's okay to have to like to think that way as well. Sure. I think both sides are fine. However, throughout like this whole film, there are other there are things that are actual issues. That isn't an actual issue. That's a preference. It's yep. a whole different thing. There are real problems with this film as you watch it, but overarchingly, like we said, it is Little Mermaid. Like yep. it, it, it hits every single beat that you know is the in the skeleton film. is there. Yeah. There's only one thing that's like hard removed from this, which is the you know the shown attempted genocide of the crab species, you know, through, through culinary, but listen, they are delicious. They are. Crab is so good. And like, and that, that whole scene and sequence where Sebastian's, you know, trying to avoid getting murdered in like, in the hell house that he's in all of a sudden. Perfect. You know, that's, you know, that's removed from it. Other than that, this movie is pretty much just beat for beat. Everything that you, that you remember from, from the you know the original animated movie, mm-hmm. it's all there. Plus some more, yeah. Plus more, which is why we have the longer runtime. But yeah, it, the the movie's the movie's fine. The movie is Little Mermaid. I think that's the most important thing to get across is you can't go into this movie and saying that like you know well it wasn't it wasn't the same. That's it is. that's not really true because it, it, it is. It really is. <laughs> like it, it's beat for beat the Little Mermaid with some extra stuff. Well, put that's in. the thing. Everything from the original anime Little Mermaid is there. Yep. All of it is there, so you can't say it's not the same movie. Because yeah. look, yes, it is. And and if you're a Prince Eric fan, your boy gets more love well, in this one. You, he actually gets some character he development, does. which I didn't know I needed that, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it was a welcome change. I like I that think. they fleshed out like like the things he wants and why he becomes so why who he is, yeah, Ariel and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, along those lines. That all makes sense, and I I think that it makes certain beats stand out more when things happen like when he does get tricked by ursula or mm-hmm. put under a spell it hurts a little more because you do get to go on the ride of like them falling in love together which makes more sense than in the animated film which is like what an hour and 20 minutes long or something uh and 83 like, minutes yeah he's like man she purdy and, Bro, then, and that's it you know what i mean so yeah. i love seashells <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> But of, of of course, there are people who said, you know, if you change if you change an iconic character, you change the movie. I don't think that's true here. I don't think but there there are, I mean, there are very famous um, there there are very famous uh, uh, big screen adaptions like Lord of the Rings, for example. Even in the Fellowship of the Ring, there are several things that are changed that I don't think make a big huge difference. You know, Aragorn and Arwen's romance isn't nearly as pronounced in the in the book as it is on in the in the trilogy that we got on sure. screen um it's you know many people haven't said the same things they say on screen you know gandalf has said many things and aragorn said many things that other people say so little changes like that i'm okay with now let me ask you this if you're a faithful lord of the rings fan and you say oh tom bombadil's not in it this is trash does that matter who's tom bombadil He's in the book. He's he's the guy that sings in the in the in the fellowship. Wow. All he does I is sing. Know. That's what he does is sing, 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 sing. But I mean, <laughs> well, that's I have I'm, to rethink I'm, my entire look at Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that, I, I, but that's the whole film That's the only reason garbage. we have. That's the only reason we have Jar Jar Binks is because Tom Bombadil existed, and you know what's his face ripped off Lord of the Rings. But um, it's <laughs> that's so there there are changes made and. 
so these are these are very the 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 fairy tales that we have the the you know the popular disney movies that we have notably among them uh beauty and the beast aladdin lion king little mermaid and those are my top four i think those are top four for a lot of people uh, especially yeah, if you're born in the same era I was born in, but I think those are some of the strongest that we've ever gotten. You know, like ones like Fox and the Hound, Moana is incredibly strong. Some of the more recent ones are very strong, but like there's the same like maybe maybe anywhere from like five to twelve that people will just keep putting on the same like the same list. However, those are not the original fairy tales that we get them from are extremely dark, and I I I, I can't attest to it, but doesn't doesn't Ariel commit suicide in? the original like the if you go back to furthest you can go back to little mermaid the original doesn't like it's very dark she commits suicide i never had to go dark like that it's no fun but even hans christian anderson and like um when when like the they were being written in like the 19th century 18th century they were even punched up from the originals they were even romanticized versions of the originals. So, and then this is a, and then Disney romanticized them even more. And now the live action ones are romanticizing them even more. So this is like gen four of little, little mermaid. A lot of changes have, have happened, but I mean, just, just to get, just for discussion purposes, you know, the, the thing that people understand is why cast Ariel the way that they did. And when I really think when I, when I watched the movie and thought about it, I don't think it matters a whole bunch. I don't think it matters at all. I, I, because, look, I, I, the you story want to find something wrong with the movie. I got plenty of things to offer to you besides her. Yep. Well, the, 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 the story's still the same. And I don't even think this one's bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like Beauty and the Beast, just like Aladdin, just like Lion King. They're missing. They're just missing something that made the original so good. It really, truly is. And I hate to be the guy that brings this up again. It doesn't have any fucking heart. So it feels so mechanical to me. Him it feels so this, bland, but but it clicked with me when, when we were talking about it. There's just something you can, there's, there's some kind of energy you get from an animated film that you can't get from live action. And I think that's what does it half the time or partly for these films, because you know, when, when you're drawing the cartoon style mm-hmm. and you get like those high energy scenes with a lot of movement or like very pronounced things on the screen, you can't get that with, live action no so all those moments kind of get pulled away and i think it shows the most here with all the underwater scenes because we've talked about flounder before the show yep there there's no color and vibrancy yeah when you watch this there's a couple scenes with some with some bright lighting within the cgi but a lot of times it's not bright and it's darker and it's not as colorful it's not as popping well it's because it's it's supposed to be more real and i understand that but it loses the magic that happened with the animated film yeah. is because it has that that, that that different kind of energy to it as you're watching it. They can't do that. Here. What Chris well, is talking about is we had a we had like a five minute conversation before we started because we actually did show prep. Congrats to us. Yeah. Weird. Um, talking about Little Mermaid, about what we wanted to go over. And Chris brought up something about Flounder, especially if you remember Flounder from the original Little Mermaid is a mostly brightly colored yellow fish with some subtle blue stripes on him. Yeah. Okay. Blue and like weird blue fin hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and in this movie, they made flounder an actual flounder fish yeah. with very little color and just basically a weird fish with voice. Mm-hmm. Um, when I also had a problem with Sebastian being an anatomically correct, Mr. Krabs, Mr. Crab <laughs> on the screen. It just, it just doesn't look, you know, listen, I understand you know, even the cartoon version, they have human faces and human features. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you elicit human emotions out of that because of the face. 
But you don't have that here. And it, for those characters, they were vital characters in the original movie. They just don't feel that important here. Mm-hmm. So well, like, you it, lose that whole transition. That's what the exercise of the live action Lion King showed us is once you remove the animated faces and, you know, like Scar, when he when he when he's trying to be a smarmy asshole, he like he turns his head and like all those big eyes. When he grins like Jeremy Irons. Yeah, that's the thing. Once you <laughs> once you lose the animated part of that and you you make it photorealistic, like don't get me wrong, it looked amazing, but you lose the you Chris, you're right. You lose that whatever the animation brought to the table as opposed to what live action brings. I think this movie suffers from that quite a bit. And there's not, I don't think there's anything you can do about it. It's just that's what happens. Hand drawn animation. And that style will always have more to it, more more powerful stuff to it. It just has more oomph to like to to, to like the high the high movement, the high action, the high emotional moments with the, with the characters. Some of it's pulled off. Don't get me wrong. Some of it does land, but it all doesn't. You know, it, that's why when, when you know when we watch these, they never they never match up or exceed the original works. They sure. only they're they they are. They are imitations at this point. They are not original. They are not the real thing. Mm-hmm. They are as close as they can get to whatever they believe is is like is passable for these films. And I think that's why you know we feel the same way about most of these that come out. Yeah, I can't point to one that is better than the original. Well, not yet anyway. And I, I don't want to sidetrack off Little Mermaid for one second, but it does bring up a point. Think about you know we we are in, inundated with superhero movies at this point, right? And the majority of these superheroes have spun off of comic books. Okay, um, the comic book stories are almost always superior to the movie stories anyway, mm-hmm. because you do get panel to panel, hand drawn animation, and those are things that just. Even for the best version of it on the screen, to see one of the coolest scenes that you've ever seen, it was probably drawn better on a storyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that, that's the thing. It just doesn't ever really translate, which, as much as I love a good superhero movie, I mean, hell, we're going to talk next, you know, next week about something that I've been anticipating for five years. You know, there's a reason Into the Spider Verse works because of how it is. In The Little Mermaid, you know, you have something you're pulling from and it will always be measured against that. And listen, it looks cool. It looks great. It's just not as good. Yeah. You know, it's, they tried so hard and somebody worked hundreds of hours to make it just look okay. Yep. It just looks passable. Yeah. There's millions of dollars sunk into going, yeah, make her hair move right underwater. Who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Well, that's, that's part of the problem though. Is the underwater doesn't look, I even forgot they were underwater most of the time when they yeah, were. Well, if it wasn't for her hair, mm-hmm. like floating all the time everywhere, for some of the scenes where there there's a lot of dialogue in between, I mean, yeah. it's just not there. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. Now, listen, when they're on land, though, it's fine mm-hmm. because you don't have to worry about all that stuff. And even the CGI, because there's plenty of CGI in the in the on the land side too. Don't get me wrong, but. You don't have to have that extra weird light shade filter for you're supposed to be underwater here. Like you don't have to worry about that. Which is why earlier when we were talking during our show prep, I, I said this is, is that I think they should have focused on getting to land as fast as possible. They spent, you know, I think they should hit every like all the all the songs they had to under the water. You know, the key moments under the water, but just get out of there as fast as you can and get to the land because. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's where the movie kind of I think ha- like does have the its, better spots of the movie. Better spots, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, between 
you know the fleshed out prince eric and ariel story which you know was was actually you know good it was actually nice to see on screen it makes sense and you kind of you you're you're rooting for both characters as you're watching it which is exactly what you want out of that story but like just get away from the underwater because like that's where that's where it was weakest and there's no way that they didn't know that there's no way that they didn't look at that cgi and cringe and go can you guys fix this up and then they try to and they get to wherever they do, and then all the other stuff that goes along with that. Well, one thing I do want to say is when about the underwater stuff, and I don't think all the underwater stuff is bad, and here's the good part that I think. All the stuff that revolves around Ursula and her like little lair, mm-hmm. that's totally fine. Yes. Like, that actually works, Yeah, and I don't have a single complaint about that. How dark is that room, though? Well, so that's, that's the thing. It's supposed to be dark. I know. You know, you're I not trying that. to artificially light it, but the part is when you're in her lairs and the stuff that is in color the color pops, pops. there because yep. of the darkness. And that's the better part of it. Not mm-hmm. just wearing some dingy ass shipwreck yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's dark in here. Like yep. that doesn't work, but all that for the whole side of it, the flip side is it works in Ursula's mm-hmm. lair with like her crystal ball looking thing and like the weird blue flame lightning, which I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like it looks good. I think that's a good lead into Ursula and like, and like her part in the movie too, though, because I think we all agree like, like she's pretty good. Ursula's good in this. Melissa McCarthy does good. Uh, I think this kind of role for her is perfect. So I'm not, listen, I'm not going scene for scene for little mermaid with you, buddy. No, but I mean, the the broad (laughs) strokes are a a very rebellious mermaid. I mean, is she wants to go see what's going on up top. And we have the same, we have the same scenes with the ship and the fireworks and which I find weird that the, they're, 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 they're trying to kill what they think is a mermaid in the beginning. And then they're trying not to, not to attract the king and then the sea king and then the next scene they're setting off fireworks and fireworks, yelling and playing yeah. music well, that's like, when the drinks came out man well, yeah yeah you, that's you gotta when, understand that's <laughs> when the sea king is going to find you is when you're making all kinds of noise but that's and then when the ship goes down it miraculously How many died there none they had no casualties <laughs> i know isn't that crazy <laughs> when the ship goes down miraculously it's right next to where they need to be it's you know a, a very a, a nondescript island nation which Excuse is me. smart on their part 45 feet offshore. Um, but it's it's <laughs> it's very close to, to the original and I, I think it's important and i mean if we're going to go into ariel and ursula it's they're they're very close you know you, you still have the same the same characters are in are intact the so the, yeah. the the protagonist and the antagonist are not any different. They're just no. they're they're handled differently with expanded with expanded parts here, which is not which is not a bad thing. So ever so slightly with Ariel and and even Ursula, it's just it's just kind of like they make her more direct instead of like sly. You know well, what I mean? Which which is my big problem with, with with Ursula. Were they were Triton and Ursula related in the animated? I don't think that they I are. I can't remember if they mentioned because I mean they make it a point to say that she's what his sister, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And like I like I just don't remember that I don't from either, the animated, honestly, but it it, it 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 might be true. Just that's not what like what we focused on. But also, there's like you know 115 minutes back then instead of like you know two hours and 15 minutes here. True, so. true. There's an extra <laughs> Maybe hour there's of a little less here. dialogue back then. So, I fair. I agree. I well, I mean that's it was a tight. It's a tighter movie for a reason. Is it's and animated movies can do they they can get places faster than you can in a live action because less needs to be explained in the universe. However, I would argue that this movie doesn't explain anything in the universe. Okay. So, I mean, that, I'm glad I you mean, said that because I was going to be like, they don't really explain, don't explain anything, much yeah. here. Well, no, n- nothing. And that's, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's as big a negative as I thought when I saw the movie and thinking about it. I, I just, because you're not, this one is, this is, I have a hard time wording it, but who cares? 
because it doesn't none of that matters okay well uh like look that that is something i remember when i i texted you guys after i saw little mermaid like i think it was like last tuesday mm-hmm. um i saw it fairly early in a week and i was just like this movie to me doesn't really have any real redeeming things that i think stand out that are or that there's not a single part of it of the shot for shot original versus new movie that is better yeah okay yeah. listen you can't really judge the newer stuff some of it some of it's pretty decent though so that that's fair but a lot of this movie and a lot of these things is what we've we've talked about multiple remakes at this point are like why are we doing this mm-hmm. And obviously it's for money, right? Like that's the very short version of it. But you would think we have an extra, basically an extra hour of movie here, right? We get a little bit more fleshing out of Prince Eric. Past that and a little bit more music though, what do we really gain here? So, I mean, nothing from the movie. The reason why that we're getting these live action remakes is to is so Disney can justify its streaming platform. Because if they don't have new things coming out onto it that it's still there works, they won't maintain subscribers is probably what they feel. And they want a cut of that sweet, sweet streaming revenue. Sure. No, and I understand that. I, I think I th- well, I think that's that's the reason, which again, I think that's why there's no there's not a big feeling of heart and soul behind these films mm-hmm. because the reasons for their doing it is not to be creative. They're doing it because they need to release new streaming stuff, you know, within certain intervals that they decide on. And to keep more things coming to their platform to keep subscriber bases because it's just where the money's at right now. So there's no heart and soul behind it, and we feel that because I don't think there is. No, there's definitely there's there's not nearly as what there was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, that's kind of the problem. Is what? But if you're only doing this for money, then why are you doing? Like, so I don't. So here, look. So one thing. So for us, for me and Roger. The original is always going to be superior because that's what we. Part of it is that's what we had growing up, and that's that's yeah. our introduction to this Hans Christian Andersen story. However, from a lot of people, let's say you're seven years old right now, and your mom took you to this, and you love it, and this is your preferred version. It's not the better that's version; great. it's your preferred version, which yeah. is saying something. But that's also something to be taken into account too. Is I think they're trying to get away from the old ones and that's why they're doing all these is because they're trying to get away from all that stuff. I mean, Disney, Disney's been trying to change his image for a while now, trying to get away from the old, the old way of life and into a more inclusive, everyone is represented everywhere kind of thing. And that's not, that's not, not, not a bad thing. However, when you do that, the story has to suffer. You can't have a great story and make sure you fit everything in. You just can't. So many, well, all all well, the elements. Hold on, all, all there are elements that are going to be there out of having to be there to to just to be there that don't quite work. Well, I would argue that you are right to a point. Okay, it's really hard to shoehorn extra stuff into a story that already exists. However, you could also just make a new IP. That's what I'm saying. Which, why not just do well, that? And, and the reason the reason I bring that up is let, let's talk about money for a second, all right? Because you want to justify a streaming platform, sure. And I understand that from Disney's perspective. Mm-hmm. How many animated, like hand drawn animated series, do you think you could have pumped out for two hundred and fifty million dollars? Oh, quite a few, right? <laughs> but and that's the point that I'm, I'm making. You know, with this. Is this this movie cost a quarter of a billion dollars, right? So that means logistically it needs to make about six hundred million 
for it to really start to profit at all. And as it's pacing right now, it's probably not going to do that. I'm not saying it's out of the question. It's just probably not going to. It's not going to be a billion dollar. It's not going to be a billion dollar hitter. It's just not going to do it. Now, is $250 million an acceptable amount for an okay movie? Because look, well, it's because we've beat up Marvel movies for less. You know what I mean? Think about Thor Love and Thunder, okay? I have to go back and check the budget again for a second, but that movie's pretty not good, (laughs) right? (laughs) And, you know, we look at it as like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I don't think it costs that much money to make that movie. So, you know... Look at at the new Indiana Jones, $300 million. That's going to be $300 million. And listen, I haven't seen it, and obviously I'll wait to reserve judgment, (laughs) but look... I am not excited yeah. about that movie. Am I wrong? Are you we're guys? The, we're the demographic that should be. <laughs> right, look, I should be super fucking pumped yeah, for Indiana exactly. Jones. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but, but like what, what you're saying makes sense, you know, to that argument too. But again, I just I think it's, I think at this point, a lot of these companies that have their own streaming platforms, so like Disney specifically, you know, and then Netflix and the, and a couple others. Thor: like, Love and Thunder's budget was the same, actually. Yeah. So like. I think what they're considering now isn't just, you know, cost of movie to make what it makes in the box office plus, you know, what it costs for marketing. They're also considering, you know, the fact that it's going to have longevity on their streaming platform and it, may, and it could retain viewership because that's where I believe the most of their money is is coming from at this point. Sure. Is, is a lot of that. Now you have your huge box office, you know, explosion, which, you know, which sets up, you know, free movies basically for the next, you know, six, you know, things you create. I get that. But generally they, I think these companies are finding more value in things maintaining on their streaming platforms than they are from, you know, movies that do mediocre in the box office sure. at this point. So I, I, I do believe that's where, but, where but I don't think I also, Disney doesn't care about Disney doesn't care about Netflix or Amazon prime or no, HBO, HBO max. No. I, th- I think that the only streaming service that doesn't care about the other ones at all, because they have something unique. They have the Disney name. No, yeah, well, I, mean, I don't think any, like, I don't think they actually care about each other at all. Anyway, I think it's, I think it's just their own things that they're worried about. But I don't they, think even if, even if, even if they had, even if someone said, you know what? You've made five live action movies all for $250,000 and we've now decided you can't put them in theatrical. I don't think Disney cares. I mean, they make, it might hurt their bottom line, but look, they're not, the, 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 the money, the, the money that this movie isn't making does not hurt Disney whatsoever. Like it doesn't they, even be, it doesn't even begin to hurt they them. always want their, the things they spend money on to be successful. They, they're, they're never okay when something doesn't do well. That's, that's just not how that works. Well, no, but they don't. But it's not. That's their their goal is to make sure that people always have Disney Plus. That's the goal. Yeah, I and agree with that. keep churning these things out, and you probably always will. I mean, they they have their own plan. It's different than any other streaming services. That much I can. The identity that I can glean from all the streaming services right now, Disney's is the only one that says we don't care about anything. Just keep our service. That's not Netflix. That's not Hulu. That's not even HBO Max. That's Disney exclusive. So that's kind of what I don't think they care about the box office. I think they, as long as it matches the production budget, they don't care about the advertising budget and then they're happy. So it's just one of those things, but I just don't think they care a whole lot about the the money it's not making because it is going to continue to make money internationally and domestically for the next three or four weeks. I think the real thing we have to look at when each time we talk about this remake, because this is what the fourth or fifth time we've talked about a live action remake and we haven't really considered any of them to be better than their animated predecessor at this point. I'm kind of assuming that we probably never will. Okay. Um, And I'm not trying to be negative on that. It's just, 
you know, you go five for five and being worse. I don't assume number six is going to be where we turn it around here. Um, look at every movie DC made. Hey, oh, um, the real thing is, is at what point do you be like, Hey, maybe we should scrap some of these projects. And look, they have some ambitious projects coming up for live action too, right? Now, look, we joked about the Moana thing, which is happening. Yep. You know, one of the, the one of the ones coming out in a relatively short amount of time for them is Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Look, you know, however you feel about the original Lilo or Lilo and Stitch, that has to be really hard to try to live action that thing <laughs> because those aren't people that we're dealing with. Here. <laughs> so, Those are weird little beasties. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> isn't Lilo and Stitch just the Hawaiian version of E.T.? Pretty much. That's all it is. With more eating of things. Well, you know. And less small, Reese's Pieces. Small details. <laughs> Slightly more murder. <laughs> um, uh, so so we, we glossed over Ursula. You know, okay, as, well, let's as, talk about as, it. As, as we, okay, let's get back to her. Now, Ursula was my favorite part of the movie. She, yeah. I think she's one of the highlights of this yeah. movie. Listen, it's this is not some earth-shattering performance, but Melissa McCarthy does really well I mean, here. Like, yeah. you know, I've given her a lot of flack for things for about bad movie roles. I think she's perfectly great, you know, at yeah. doing this. She like, does a good this job. is her role here. Yeah, she, she she gets the body language. So Ursula's all about body language yep. the whole time. I mean, she even has you know has that line in the original animated you know series uh, animated movie for that reason. Like. It's it's very expressive movement, and you know she does a great job of it, honestly, and the, it works really well. I mean, I think the movie is a little too dark for its own good, even in her points, you know, at times. But like, you know, she did her job in this, and I mean Ursula, the character, not Melissa McCarthy, because you know my eight year old like didn't like it at all. You know what I mean? Like it, it gave her the heebie-jeebies, and my five year old didn't want to look at the screen. Ursula's on it. You know what I mean? So perfect. There's your villain, right? That's there's your perfect. Disney villain. Yes. So. You know, like at the end climax of the movie when she, you know, gets, you know, gigantic or whatever, like (laughs) she she was not having a good time at that point, you know, but that's what you want from your villain. I do appreciate a good child terror. Exactly. (laughs) It's perfect. So, but like, like she does a good job. She's very expressive. That's how I feel at most scary movies. (laughs) (laughs) The body language for Ursula is down well. So. I think Melissa McCarthy is successful. I think Ursula was a success in this. There's little things that I didn't like, but we mentioned like like we like her potion, her potion vat, and mm-hmm. her, we like her crystal ball. I don't I don't think they did a good enough job at you know like making you believe the relationship between her and her two eels mm-hmm. be, to justify like you know when they get when she zaps them herself she becomes the rage monster. In the animated series, you get that she's very like, petty with them. Mm-hmm. She hugs them all the time. They're always well, because, around her. But they also not, talk. They also talk to her in the animated one. True, but I think it's more again like like they like they don't ever like really like hover around her or wrap around her like they do in the animated one. Yeah, it's very much like Ursula and like look at my. They're pen. basically an extension of her in the in, in the animated one. Yeah, like in, in this in this it's very much Ursula's like look at my tentacles. I'm an octopus. Like, you know that kind of thing. So, um, the thing I don't like is that they make her very direct in all of her statements. When in the animated film, she's very sly mm-hmm. and like she, like when she's uh, talking to Ariel about the poor unfortunate souls, she calls them pathetic, but not to Ariel. And the animated thing, she like she kind of leans towards her her eels and pathetic. whispers to them, "Pathetic, yeah, right." Or this, she's literally just looking Ariel in the eye, pathetic, and calls them pathetic. <laughs> and it's like in that moment, Ariel should be like, "This might be a bad idea," you know what I mean? But like, wait, can I? What? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Because she's trying to convince her to like make a deal with her and stuff. So, you know, and I think that was a little off, but whatever whatever writer just didn't give a shit about it or didn't like get the point from the original you know animated series 
that's my only real gripe with Ursula. Everything else is pretty spot on, you know, mm-hmm. but just, I just wish she was a little more devious, which is, you know, who that character is. Oh, and the, the people didn't get turned into, you know, things to be eaten. They just die in this. Yeah. They're which like is, a little weird monster. Yeah. Like little weird which, crust- like, like little socks. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 it's not the same where she was eating them in the anime, mm-hmm. thing, which is way fucking creepier, right? <laughs> I would but argue, they, and I mean this seriously, like we would have been a better movie would have been an Ursula prequel. Yeah, and, no, I, I'm serious, right? Because Her at fall least from Triton. Yeah, like yeah. what happened here? Yeah, I mean, because clearly she's got some power, right? Yeah, like 100%. at least some magic power, and something must have happened here. And was she once a mer person? Actually, now that, now, now, now that you now that you mention it, like Cruella is one of this one of the better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. okay, so yeah. I, I thought about bringing that up here, but right, so. Cruella is a good story. That was a good movie. Yeah. I don't consider that a live action remake of 1000, yeah, 101 Dalmatians because it's not. Yeah. It's it's a let's talk about this character. We did an original work with an old character. We find it to be a decent film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think that's kind of Same thing out. with like the original Maleficent though. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yep. it. The they, first one's a pretty decent movie. Did something different with it. Yep. With the character that we know about, we want to know more about. Yeah, they, they made it interesting. Well, listen, villains can have really good stories. Oh yeah. And if you don't have a good villain though, you don't have a good story. Yeah. I, I got two more things on the Ursula subject sure. and then we can move on from it. Um what did you guys think of Prince Eric not being the one that drove the boat through? I, I mean, I didn't like that at, at all. I just didn't. I just didn't like it because it's not not how it happened Were in the original. Surprised but... by? I'm never surprised by no. when, by when Dis- the Disney machine makes these decisions. Now I'm not surprised by it. Am I? I am disappointed. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, listen, it's different. It sure. is. It is. I I don't think it didn't affect how I felt about this movie. I mean, like honestly, that's the one. I'd already made my judgments on this. That's movie the before one we got big, to that. That's point. like the one big change you could point out, I guess. In the sure. Film, right. Is that is that Prince Eric is just helpless on a rock the whole time, you know? And then it was a nice rock. It was a nice rock and some nice ropes on the rock. Whatever. Yeah, v- very conveniently placed right? ropes. Yeah, and Ariel's the one that drives the uh, the ship through or into Ursula. So I thought that was interesting. Which is weird. You would think she wouldn't know how to drive a ship. Well, she watched Prince Eric do it twice. No, Ro- Roger's right. Roger's right. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, no, Roger's right. I, I was going to bring that up. Is she watched twice? It's fine. Anyway, two whole times <laughs> for an equivalent of nine minutes in her whole human life. The other call out is I want to give a shout out to the actress that played um, Land Ursula for like the five minutes she she has screen time. Okay, I thought she did fantastic. Like she like. When she screams at them uh, during the engagement party, which wasn't a wedding, which is also weird, but like screams at them, you know, like I like I, I bought it. Like I think that actress put put some intensity into that. So I thought she that was mad, good. bro. She was like I thought she did a good job. Like I I, I didn't expect someone that was going to be on screen for like five minutes to give that much, but it was I think it was a good performance. So that was just a mini shot. I think I think that w- that went really well for them. Well, I, there's something I want to talk about, and I I was like. This is the only time I was like in the theater. I was like, no, 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 no. Is when not too far into the movie, maybe when she first meets Eric and she, she takes him to the land and then she she sits on that rock and she super creepily like gets down on her hands and like then the water comes like that is that was not great. Like that that's a very that yeah, is one of like was, the, that's one of the two or three like super iconic scenes and you think they could have done you think they, they could have done cut. another take. I think they should have just like cut, like made like two cuts in that instead of like having it like be one shot. Honestly. Well, because it, it was, she looks super creepy when she's like, she looks like something skulking in a cave. Well, like doing it. The, the hardest part about that is, is, is 
us as an adult viewer knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's some rig like underneath and behind her that she has to like get on to get, get kind of like to like work herself across because it's gonna it like something's gonna push like push and splash water up behind her. So she has to get into like mark position, right? Yep. And it's it just it looks super unnatural with the movement. Yeah, she looks like a serpent about to strike. Exactly. Like. And I, yeah. the whole time I was like, no, 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 no. And then I must have been very annoying because I was it was I was not quiet about it. And just like, oh, <laughs> it, my God, it, it, just yelling at the movie screen. There's children <laughs> everywhere. And a shocking development. Grayson yelling at a movie screen during yeah. <laughs> The Little Mermaid. But, but yeah, so like, but you're absolutely right, Grayson. That 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 part did feel very unnatural. 100 percent. Well, that's but that's it's a part that you shouldn't that can't afford to feel unnatural because it's very iconic. So that's the one, what's one of the things you had to nail and they didn't. That's the shot they went for though. So that's the thing is, I, I just, Choices that's one of them. Made. Uh, it's, it's, it's just like the famous when um, red letter media is breaking down the fourth Indiana Jones. And in the trailer, uh, Shia LaBeouf's like, you're a teacher. And he, and, and then Harrison Ford's like part time. Like he says it. And, and then, but in, in, in the movie, when Shia LaBeouf says you're a you're a teacher now, and, and then he, the the take they went with was part time, like a really weird intonation, like the, it should, like it's just why would you go with that one? Obviously, it was also not Red Letter Media is great. Yeah, Red Letter Media is hilarious. Yeah, but it's just guys, Chris. Yeah, yeah. They, it just doesn't. There's a lot of that stuff in the movie that in, the, in this movie that doesn't. The whole like kiss the girl thing with the yeah, like that also didn't strike me as. None of it struck me as natural. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying natural is in like the world they created. I'm not saying natural well, is like again well, though. That's where the one where the scene that we're you know we remember with the iconic song and the you know like the the fish swimming around them in the circle. Like it just doesn't translate as well yeah. on on screen. It just you know it you know what's happening. It's just not as good again. <laughs> but also, I, I don't think that like the the super iconic musical number. Um, What's the on? What's the super um on the ocean? Oh, under the sea. Under the sea. I also didn't think that had enough care given to it, given how how important that is well, to the that's, original film. That's the legendary song, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. the biggest one. So, I don't know. but I, I, also given the fact that I think didn't didn't this guy do Chicago also? Um, didn't Rob Marshall do sh- Chicago? All like that's a big like he has experience in creating these big musical numbers well hold, hold on he has experience in creating big musical numbers with humans above land okay so, fair i i get you I, but well, <laughs> the above land thing sure but it's probably really hard to try to like the try to prepare choreography for animated yeah things because you don't get a first cut of it or second cut of it to be like all right hey let's run that back no, you're kind of getting however we fucking animate this, and if you don't like it, that's going to cost you four million dollars <laughs> yeah. for me to redo that. So, it's just it didn't seem like the 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 appropriate amount of care was given to the to the legendary songs from the original that everyone Again, knows. Though, Chris brings it up like it just doesn't have it just doesn't jump out at you as as good. It's just not going to be the, unless they put a lot of money into the animation to to where they know it's going to. Also, be weren't you a little bit disappointed there was no flowers that said sex on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> like that animated thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, I thought that was Lion King. I don't remember. Wasn't I also, the? 
I also looked for a very specific tower in the background. Oh yeah, because in the on had. on the white clamshell box, it's it's one of the one of the pillars of the castle is is, is a big penis, is a big dildo, like a yeah. dick head, yeah, like a big dick, <laughs> yeah, yep. very very Allegedly. very veiny <laughs> dick. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that's 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 old Disney, but I'm I'm, I'm not. That could I'm be not new surprised. Disney. That could be. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I, I'm I'm not surprised that wasn't a thing. I mean, I, I just I didn't even think about it. I didn't, there, For there was no way. Million dollars. You think we get a nice look dickhead in this movie? Yeah, right, Jesus. I mean, so what else didn't didn't you guys like? Uh, I, a, the thing is, is, I didn't. There was nothing that I'm like. This is move, ruined the movie for again, me because it's a, it's fine. There's a thousand little things, right? There's a, there's just so many little things. And other than that, though, again, this is Little Mermaid. The movie's fine. But I think it's what just, we're it's learning just not any any better than that. I think what we're learning is it, these movies don't translate. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's I think that's the thesis statement of this episode is. This is now. I mean, we've we've had several of these live action remakes, and every single one of them is worse. Even if, even like Beauty and the Beast, it's like no, that's like it's not that much worse, but like it's Beauty still, and the Beast is pretty good. It's still missing something that that some of that pizzazz that the original had. I mean, now I mean th- this one does have the original Mankin score, so like, it does have the original Mankin songs, and like it just doesn't have. Like the 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 Beauty and the Beast, I was disappointed when we didn't have the when we didn't have the voice narrating the opening, and we had someone else narrating it. Like that, why would you? Like, all you had to do was take the voice and re put it in this one. And but it's, I don't know what it is about this movie that I just it's. By the time it was over, I was ready to go. Yep. Well, Same. it's also because it runs longer, yeah, a significant amount longer. Because I remember at about the three quarter mark, you know, when when everything's really starting to come to a head on land, yeah. and I'm like. Shit, I know there's still like a half hour left in this movie because of stuff that I know has got to happen. Yeah, still. I was so happy when Scuttle figured out who Ursula was. Like, like that, that was Ursula because, like, you know, things are now because then like, we can move we're, forward. We're, we're, we're moving forward. We're almost done here because it, I think it's just because it's long. I think, like, the little things that are wrong in this and the things just feel off. I think it is irksome. Other than that, though, I don't think there's much more to say about this movie because it's just the movie you remember with, you know some things added in that don't do it too much positivity it doesn't really do anything negative anything added though doesn't add doesn't make it worse mm-hmm. which i think it's refreshing because think about a movie we just watched just a couple weeks ago with scuttle change hurts does it make it actually worse no, it, it does it does right. it, listen is it the same no but is it actually probably that's worse fair. not really that's fair. but like think about peter pan and wendy all right a movie we just watched very recently not in the same caliber no it, it it's not and all the stuff they added makes it worse yeah like by a significant margin yeah yeah so this movie doesn't have that it's mm-hmm. it's pretty straightforward you know you, you're getting what you're getting yeah. About you, Grace. Anything else you want to talk? No, about but this? if that's if that's all you if if the, if that's your bottom line, that's not a good bottom line. It is for Disney. It, it is for me. I mean, yeah. I just I don't know what I was expecting from this. If Disney wanted more out of this, I think they would have got more out of this. I think that's what it comes down to. Well, that's what we they thought about. That's what we thought about Pan and Wendy too. No, that's what you thought about Pan and yeah, Wendy. I was gonna say. Mm. Pan, <laughs> Pan and Wendy's atrocious, guys. There's no way. Okay, okay this movie is not atrocious. No, no, yeah, it, no it, it's I, not. I'm but not it, it is. This but is certainly if, this is certainly not one of the better ones, though. No. Well, well, I mean, well I think hold this on. Is just fine. It's not one the of the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, that, that's yeah. let's let's kick back of the. It's not bad. It's just I, not that good. I ain't gonna be happy to see this on my TV screen when my kids inevitably put it on again. But mm. I'm not gonna be mad when I walk through, walk through my living room. Fucking pain. You know what I mean? Bullshit. Yeah. 
Pan and Wendy won't be on ever again. My like my whole family did not like that movie. That's, that's so do, do, does any of this? Does the music compute with you guys? As in, like Chris, are you gonna? Because you know, in Kanto, you heard on repeat because your kids watch it on repeat. Is this one that your your, your kids aren't gonna watch Little Mermaid on repeat? I don't I don't think so. But again, like these aren't really their. This isn't their Disney. This is my Disney. Right? Did you see the Encanto Lego sets? Yeah. Uh, we already have like three of them. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure you have those. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's one of those things, Grayson, where like it's not really. No, like I think the song that I'm going to hear the most of is, is the stupid Scuttlebutt song. Because, oh, you right. know, because it's 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 catchy yeah. and my five year old think it's funny. That's it. Because she says Scuttlebutt. She does say butt a lot. Yep. Like that's all it takes. And the word butt is still funny. It is a see? funny word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but I'm I'm, I'm also I'm it's also I we the one thing I wondered how they were gonna do is because of the bet or because of the of the deal of the bargain struck. I wanna yeah. give you three days on land, you have to get a kiss. Like it seemed I wondered how they were gonna do that because it's in the animated I get how things keep getting in the way. But in this one, just kiss the guy. Then you're then the spell is broken. It it's has done. to be through true love. You know I, that. I know, but any idiot can see that he is he wants it bad. It's not he was into it, man. It's just it's one of the things like I just don't think they also made that one clear either, is why they couldn't just do that. Man, and I, I think I think I think they don't just kiss the guy because it's um not a movie for us, it's a movie for, you know, for a, a younger generation. That's all. Uh, fair and, and i get that and let's let's keep that in mind as we move into scoring it yeah sure uh, i that's i don't really have a whole lot more to say but i'm just disappointed that it wasn't I don't, no i'm not disappointed because i knew this is exactly what we were going to get i knew exactly given from the many examples before it this is what we we're going to get mediocre retelling of a of a of an otherwise great classic listen you you can know that your kid's going to fail in math and expect it and still be disappointed when it happens <laughs> okay that's <laughs> spoken like wow, someone. Chris. I feel like that's a very specific wow. thing. Just saying. Oddly specific. <laughs> very oddly specific. All right. Are we scoring this thing? I think so. I think so. I think we're ready to put this one to rest. I'll go first. The, to me, yeah. th- this is this is just a five. This is right smack dab in the middle of the good and the bad. It's it is Little Mermaid. It's it it is what you remember. It's expanded a little bit. Uh, I don't the 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 movies doesn't nearly reflect the negativity it's getting on like social media, which is very uncalled for. That's not appropriate. But this it's is our life now. But this is just it's a five. It's okay. It's watchable, but you're not going to watch it more than once or twice. And I can't see many kids, given the given the massive Disney roster, mm-hmm. choosing to watch this except for whatever may have been the intended demographic because of casting reasons. I don't see kids turning this on over other live action remakes very well, especially okay. over frozen yeah. or other uh, even in 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 Encanto, which i think has just better music frozen, frozen has better music remakes, well no but they are yeah. but i mean i'm sure we're gonna get the frozen but i'm even i was more excited oh, fucking, yes i was more excited for the movie they did a trailer for wish because that's yeah. animation that's animation <laughs> i hadn't seen before and the music was very frozen how about the goats super deep voice <laughs> i didn't know my voice would be this deep that's what i'm actually nice more excited bit. about is yes. i'm actually more excited for that movie than i was to watch the little mermaid if that makes sense so uh, five is where it sits and i i don't i want i'm not disappointed because like now i'm thinking back i don't know what i was expecting other than a five so okay all right but you or me i'll go next okay so 
Um, I'm going to give this movie the fast the fast ten treatment. Uh, this movie is a four point five, and that's because a it's my experience of the movie, so you know I don't care about anything else. You know, besides my opinion here, it's a four point five, and it's solely because of the fact that the Little Mermaid's original movie exists. When you ask me, should I watch this? I can say no. Just watch the original because it's better in every in in, in every facet because it's shorter. It it hits the mark. It has the same feel that you remember because it is that movie. And you know, if that movie didn't exist, this this movie would probably be a five. But it's a four point five for me. It's just I don't want to recommend it to people. I will if they ask me if if they love Little Mermaid. Say it's the same thing you you know. But I just watched the Little Mermaid with your kids, the original one. I agree. You think think Ariel would live her life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> I mean, listen, she can swim, man. It's true. She can swim. It's true. Uh, I'm with Grayson. I'm not too far from you. I, listen, I think this movie's a five. I, it's average. Um, I, I have a, I would have a hard time if somebody asked me, like, hey, should I watch Little Mermaid? And I would legitimately ask, did you like the original Little Mermaid? Because the answer to that is no. Then no, you should never watch this movie. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But if it's yes, you know, I think it's fine. Like, you're not going to be – just don't expect it to be better than the animated one because it's yeah. not. And, um, you know, we talked a lot about how this movie just doesn't have any real heart to it. And it just doesn't pop like the old ones do. There's just at this point with the remakes, not a single one of them has been better than the original. And at this point, I don't expect anyone to ever be that. And like I said, there are some coming down the pipe, which I'm interested to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having like a live action remake, I would be more happy with like a live action original piece. Well, not even that. Like if you let's talk about like Lilo and Stitch for 30 seconds here. Okay. If you want to have the original animated Lilo and Stitch be the baseline for them to have a live action anime or live action follow up sequel to that, I'm okay with that because you don't have to retell me the original movie mm-hmm. and make it pretty. You can do as good as you can do to bring those pieces into live action and then tell an original story with it. Okay. I'm okay with that. Gotcha. Now, I mean, we see that happen all the time in comic books. I know it can be done. Yeah. yeah so, true. um, just just make a good one of these and I'll be happy to watch it. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's not something like Pan and Wendy, you know, because yeah. that's really bad and this isn't really bad. Yeah. And it's unfair to actually compare those it's two. It's not Pan and Wendy. It's not Pinocchio. It's not Dumbo. It's not. It's not. This one is, I mean, it's watchable if, if, you, if your kids want to turn it on. Yeah, least. it's fine. Yep. That's it. It's just fine. It's just fine. I mean, that's just where it sits and it's unfortunate, but... As legendary as the original is, it's just unfortunate. This one's a, I mean, the, the original's a nine or a ten, and this one's half at five. It's just the, the the numbers don't make sense to me. But then again, I I don't know what I'm expecting the live action. I mean, are you expecting Lilo and Stitch to be anything other than just lesser version of Lilo and Stitch? Not the way to see the trailers. No, the trailers do a good job of telling me exactly what these are going to look like. So far, like we've seen a few trailers. Like, I think I think we were we we were interested in Cruella before it came out. You know, it, like, we weren't pumped for it, but we were at least intrigued. So, like, I think that has a lot to do. I with hadn't didn't point. write it off after exactly. a trailer. Like we, like we, we all kind of, we all kind of figured Little Mermaid wasn't going to be the best thing we've seen, you know, from Disney in a while. Well, I mean, again, though, it comes back to my old adage: bad trailer, bad movie. And look, I've not, I'm not a hundred percent on that, but it's, I have a pretty good batting average yeah. Yeah. when it comes to that. If I hated your trailer, I'm probably not going to like your movie. <laughs> so, that's, that's a right. good, that's a good barometer. I mean, look, right. I've I've eaten shit a couple of times with movies, and I've been happy to praise them when I watch them. Yep. All right, this has been episode three hundred and thirty-three A of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Movies. Each new episode posts every Tuesday. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday. 
at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Gracie Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I am Chris Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Check us out on YouTube also. Have a presence there. And next week, we're going to be taking a look at Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and The Old Way with Nick Cage on Hulu. Perfect.